Americans planning for retirement face a significant income challenge. Not everyone, but a lot of people out there today. They must accumulate assets and benefits that they're able to pay their living expenses for the years they won't be working. You have to generate enough income to keep your standard of living at an acceptable level to pay for those activities that you want to participate in in your later years. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this episode, we'll discuss the subject of how much retirement income you're going to need. We'll take a look at the landscape of how this very important number is calculated. So let's begin. You read almost every week that most Americans have little or nothing saved for their ever-lengthening later years of life. Yet, realistically, they're going to live a long time in retirement, at least 20 years. So the challenge, the income challenge, if you will, is to have enough income to pay living expenses, including healthcare needs, as we age. As we all work during what I call the striving years of life, we need to accumulate assets, pensions, 401k benefits and assets, and employment-based benefits to the extent you still, maybe you're lucky enough to have a pension plan where you work. Fewer and fewer workers have that today. You generate, if you will, accumulate all these benefits and you use them to generate income later in life to pay your bills. Pretty simple. At the same time as this is all happening, technology and medical breakthroughs are lengthening our life expectancies. Well, we'll leave COVID aside for now. That was a little bit of blip. But I think longer term, we're all going to live a lot longer. So as you really zoom in on this, if you will, you see more and more people likely to live to age 100, particularly younger adults. And we are pushing back old age to later and later years. Today's 65-year-old, I think, is yesterday's 50-year-old. You know, fundamentally, we're healthier, and we have less chronic health-related issues than prior generations. And the key issue is, are we going to have the cash available to pay our living expenses for these longer lifetimes. And in this episode, I'll I'll take a brief look at how we accumulate assets and benefits for later in life. We'll do that by discussing what is called the three-legged stool of savings for your fulfilling stage activities, if you will. In the financial verse, you need to accumulate savings and income benefits to generate the income you'll need in your fulfilling years. Remember, once you stop working, you have that wonderful joy of 20 years of additional life, and for younger adults, probably 30. As you work, you will accumulate, hopefully through your good planning, as I preach planning, you'll accumulate savings and benefits from three key sources. Government programs, typically that'll be your Social Security retirement benefit. Secondly, from employer programs, such as your 401k plan, and if you're very lucky today, having a defined benefit pension plan. And the third, the third area is private savings. That'll be your bank accounts, your non-qualified annuities, cash value life insurance, IRAs, 
all the private savings you have. Most financial professionals, financial planning professionals, look at those three sources, government programs, employer programs, and private savings. They call that the three-legged stool of retirement savings in our country. Now, as we look at the situation today, for many people, their stool is a little wobbly, is not all of the legs are the same strength. For example, they may not have accumulated any employer-related retirement benefits, or the amount of their non-retirement-related savings may be very low. Again, the ideal situation is to have income available to you that is generated from assets that you've accumulated through these three legs. And as you look at this, the key question people raise is, okay, I'm saving money, that's great, but how much am I going to need in retirement? How much income am I going to need in retirement? In a series of different episodes of our podcast, we'll talk about the subject. There's no one answer, but today we're going to start that journey. And I'm going to talk to you about one of the key ways of looking at this, which is the income replacement ratio. So many financial professionals will work with you to calculate what's called an income replacement ratio. And the concept really is is, is very simple, is how much income does an individual need to replace from their current income to pay their living expenses for retirement and keep a reasonable lifestyle. That replacement ratio is calculated by comparing a person's gross income after they stop working to their gross income before they stopped working. I'll give you an example. Suppose someone earns $60,000 a year from their current job. And then let's assume that when they stop working, they get $30,000 a year from Social Security, income from 401k plans, and earnings from their personal savings. So they get $30,000. This person's replacement ratio is 50%. $30,000 from Social Security, 401ks, and personal savings. And they made $60,000 before they stopped working. So that's 50%. The question will come up, however, is, is that, that $30,000 enough to live on and keep their lifestyle at an acceptable level? And we'll talk more about that. You know, typically when you look just generally and generally speaking, a person usually needs less gross income after they stop working for several factors. So let's think about this for a second. First off, income taxes historically have gone down in people's later years as their earnings drop. And the tax code and the way the tax rates are set up typically do that for people. Secondly, they no longer pay social security taxes. FICA deductions are gone as they're no longer earning a paycheck. So they don't have that out-of-pocket expense. Luckily, in most states, their social security benefits are partially or fully free of federal and state income taxes. And again, uh, if you're taxed on your social security benefits, It's less you have left over to contribute to your living expenses. In many states, other forms of retirement income like pensions are often fully or partially exempt from taxation. That's a key reason you want to pick, you want to live in a good state when you retire. You don't want to be, you know, paying that three to 10% hit to the state on your retirement income if you can avoid it. Another item to consider in terms of less income needed is you no longer hopefully need to save for retirement. So you don't need to save that retirement. So those are major considerations as to why your income would be, you need less income when you retire than when you were working. But uh, offsetting that a little bit, you're going to have to build in increased costs 
for things such as healthcare costs, out-of-pocket costs for the your insurance premiums relating to healthcare, and any other of those aging-related expenses that you have. Now, when you look at a situation like this, conventional wisdom says that when someone retires, they need to replace between 60 and 100% of their pre-retirement income. And you're going to say, Harry, 100%? And the answer is yes, because a lot of people at lower income levels, they're barely getting by and their cash in equals their cash out. So unless they want their lifestyle to deteriorate substantially, they need to make a significant change in their lifestyle. They're going to need about 100% of what they were making before they stopped working. Now, there's a debate in the financial planning community about what percentage to use. And if you look at it just practically, again, for those in lower income levels, that ratio could be as high as 100%. While if you're, if you're somewhat in a very high income level, you know, realistically, you probably could live on 40% replacement ratio because you're generating excess funds that you were saving or doing other things with. So for everyone, as we look at this income challenge, what arises is you have to match the level of replacement income you generate with your living expenses. Now, many older individuals are finding that their replacement income ratio does not cover their living expenses such that they sometimes have to make dramatic changes in their lifestyles. Life's, keeping your lifestyle, keeping your level of spending is more and more important to people. But if you don't have the retirement income to do that, you're going to have to cut back your lifestyle and your spending substantially. Now, as people look at their post-work situations, they really get real with this whole issue. They start to focus on what can they do to maximize sources of retirement income. They take a hard look at their social security elections, what they do with their pensions, what they do with the assets they've accumulated. Now, a lot of folks today are coming to the conclusion rather late in life that they're coming up short and they will not achieve the replacement ratio that they need to maintain their standard of living. And one of the key reasons for these people who, who have this epiphany, if you will, is they haven't planned. And I think that's a key thing today. As you've heard me comment on other podcasts, only about 30% people have a 30% of people have a financial plan. More people need a plan. So what you're finding is many people cannot stop working as planned or they're going to have to make significant changes to their lifestyle and standard of living. And you're seeing this in our society today where people are starting to share housing, older individuals share housing, if you will, live more in almost a college setting, in a pod setting to save money, to, to reduce their living expenses, to be able to deal with the level of income that they currently have. So let me summarize this for you today. Americans planning for retirement face a significant income challenge. Not everyone, but a lot of people out there today. They must accumulate assets and benefits that they're able to pay their living expenses for the years they won't be working. You have to generate enough income to keep your standard of living at an acceptable level to pay for those activities that you want to participate in in your later years. To be able to address this challenge, you have to plan. And you need to sit down and really focus on accumulating benefits over time to reach your goal. So that's it for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. The Financial Verse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. 
If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.